Welcome to the Hodgepodge Podcast. My name is Ian, and I'm here with my co-host, Blake. Hello. And, uh, yeah. Uh, how was your week, man? It's been good. Um, I think we just need to be transparent with everybody. Um, we just did five minutes of our first podcast ever, and both our phones crashed. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly don't know. We, okay, so we started out with FaceTime, and for some reason FaceTime kept messing up, and then we switched to Discord, and that started messing up, so I'm sure there's, I don't know if it's my internet, your internet, or what. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that do podcasts on a regular basis, and if they even come across this, they probably think, what a bunch of noobs, because there's yeah, probably yeah, something I out probably. there that makes this so much easier. Yeah, I mean, there probably is. I mean, I, I'm just trying to go off of, you know, how people do this, uh, you know, on YouTube. I mean, I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos for that, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, the reason we're having to do this remotely, I mean, one, the whole coronavirus thing that's going on right now, and two, because I live in Dallas, and Blake lives two hours away north in, uh, my hometown in Wichita Falls, so. Yeah. He got a taste of the, of the DFW and, and didn't want to, didn't want to come back to old Wichita Falls. <laughs> Yeah, Spe- I mean, speaking of that, so <clears throat> before we got disconnected on the last one, we were talking about Flucker. Oh, yeah. It's been so down. good, man. It's so good. Dude, I don't think I've now granted, we had a place here in Wichita Falls. I don't know when it was, but it was called Wing City, and I don't know if that's a chain or not. Do you remember that? Wing City. I don't remember that. Okay, so over across off Maplewood. Maplewood where Texas Best is now. Okay. Okay, that used to be, I guess, back when we were in, like, elementary school, used to be something called Wing City. So there was only Wing City and Wing Stop, huh. way before we even had a Buffalo Wild Wing. Huh, And it was, okay. like, the place to be. But those were the only places I knew. And so Pluckers, gosh, dude, it's like the I – don't, I don't even know how you would explain it. <clears throat> it's like Yeah, the, I mean, it's – they have bigger wings than – most wing places i mean their their wings are about double the size i mean if you get their just their normal uh i don't know just their normal wings it's it's like half a chicken breast <laughs> it's huge so uh yeah that yeah. i mean they have a really good variety of flavors i mean i went with uh our friend uh michael today and he got dr pepper flavored what? and he also got another flavor yeah dr pepper flavored i think it's more of like a you know how you have like dr pepper flavored pulled pork yeah. That you put in like the crock pot. I think it's kind of similar to that. Oh, okay. Um, it tastes nothing. Yeah. It tastes nothing like Dr. Pepper, but they just call it Dr. Pepper. You know, I don't know. I didn't try that one. <laughs> I did try the other flavor he got though. Um, it was. It's called. I think it's called Vampire Killer. Oh, and it, it has kind of a garlicky, garlicky. Garlic, yeah, garlicky taste. Yeah. Yeah. However, the sounds... word would be. <laughs> I don't know. We uh, I've had a Dr. Pepper flavored. So, you know the place Gypsy Kit, right? Yeah. So those that don't know, if you're listening other than Wichita Falls, um, outside of other than Wichita Falls, there's a place called Gypsy Kit downtown, and they have a Dr. Pepper street taco. And it's, I guess... Dr. Pulled, Pepper street taco. Yeah, it's like, I guess it's like pulled pork, I'm assuming, but I tried that. Yeah, that sounds about right. And it, it tastes nothing like Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it's 
it, it definitely is kind of a big change uh, coming from small town Wichita Falls. I mean, I say small town. I say Wichita Falls is a big town, small city. You know, a little over a hundred thousand population. Yeah. So I mean, Wichita Falls it, it has their good restaurants, but uh, I mean, moving to uh, DFW area, I mean, it's just like I could live here for ten years and never, you know, never even take a. I don't know. I could never even come close to trying every restaurant here. There's so many. I mean, shoot, we've got we've got a Chick Fil A, we've got like four Whataburgers, <laughs> and a Hooters. I don't you gotta have like Whataburger. Need, I mean, <laughs> I don't feel like you need any more than that. <laughs> see, and I don't think I could ever leave Texas just for the sole fact that they. I I don't think Whataburger is. I don't think it goes past Texas, right? Uh, I don't think so. It's either, I can't remember if it's Whataburger or Brahms. And yeah. I think Brahms is kind of just like a Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana type of deal. Because there's a guy one time that uh, is like from like Georgia. And he's like, I keep coming back to Texas because of Brahms. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, uh, it's just... Brahms definitely is another good one. I mean, their ice cream is so good. It's freaking oh Bluebell. Like, who doesn't like Bluebell freaking ice cream? Wait, their ice cream is Bluebell? I thought it was their own brand because they have their own farms and oh, stuff. Oh, it, it is their own brand. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Brahms ice cream. They do sell – do they, though? <laughs> they do sell – I think they sell – I don't freaking know. I, sh- <laughs> I don't I should know. shut up. It's been a while. I'm probably making somebody <laughs> cringe. Dude, I love Brahms. I'm not kidding. So their milkshakes are above all else. I am telling you, dude. Their burgers, they have like top of the line beef and chicken. And see, what's funny about that is I've talked to a lot of people, and a lot of people don't like their food. I mean, I know I like their food personally, but a lot of my other friends that I've talked to don't like their food. And I don't know why. I think it's pretty good. I think it's a good burger. The fries are really great. Um, I always love to dip them in the milkshake, and it's oh, see, and that blows it's a fast my, food party, man. That blows my mind because to me, the superior burger, especially if you consider them fast food, would have to yeah. be Brahms. I mean, Whataburger's burgers are ph- phenomenal. This whole freaking In and Out versus Waterburger, Whataburger. It, there's no competition. Oh, dude, there's no comparison. No. I, okay, so I love In-N-Out. Don't get me wrong. I, I think In-N-Out's great, but I don't know what it is recently. It's just like a giant buttered bun with a very thin piece of meat, and I know it's cheap and everything. I, I don't know. It's just it's just not doing it for me. Well, the big what thing I is I see in I a think... burger. Go ahead. Uh, what I see in a burger is I want more meat and I want everything else to be minimal. I don't want that much bread. I don't want that much of anything, any other topping. I just want to taste the meat. I'm the same exact way. Meat and cheese, throw some mayonnaise and ketchup on it, maybe a pickle exactly. or two. And the thing is, Taylor, so my girlfriend gets upset at me because she loves pickles like on her burger. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's not like her most favorite thing about the burger. But she's from Alabama. She don't eat cheese on it. She barely puts any condiments. I know she was from Alabama. Yeah, yeah. So she doesn't. And apparently, those in Alabama, them folk over there, don't eat cheese on their burgers. 
They're like, I just want a plain and dry burger. I'm like, you're nuts. Oh, man, you're that's crazy. awful. And don't get no. me wrong. If I go to, like, Mears, and those that don't heard of Mears, I highly suggest that you go up to Oklahoma and to the Wichita Mountains and find you the Mears restaurant. This place it's is kind of a hole in the wall. It's it's a little hard to find, so you gotta you gotta yeah. pull up on your Google Maps. It's you're not gonna find it otherwise. Well, but. and this place has been around since like the early 1800s, but they've got like bison burgers. And oh you, yeah, yeah. If you've never had yourself one of those, but you know, if I'm going in there and I want that kind of burger that I know it's top of the line, it's like a steak, right? You don't throw a one sauce on a steak. No, that's a sin, man. That is a straight sin. <laughs> exactly. So I get it. If the burger's juicy enough and it's good enough and it's flavorful and seasoned right, then I get it. Don't throw yeah. some cheese on it. You know, but it's all supposed to work together. So never in my life have I gotten a plain and dry Whataburger and liked it. Never in my life have I gotten a plain mm-hmm. and dry Brahms burger and liked it. It's yeah. just one of those things. Well, it's the combination of everything on it that I guess I like. I will tell you this, Blake. There, moving to Dallas, the one thing I miss above all else, and see, I'm not even like a big burger person. I love burgers, but I don't. I eat them on occasion. But the one place I miss about Wichita Falls, and it is just my clear opinion, my favorite burger place, is a place called Ronnie's Burgers in Wichita Falls, Texas, <laughs> and it is phenomenal. I mean, yeah, nothing else ever it's just so good i I don't even know how to explain it the perfect burger there is just meat cheese mayo done nothing else nothing else that's it get yourself a sweet tea to wash it down with exactly and maybe some fries the fries are pretty good too yeah ronnie's ronnie's is like your your mom and pop diner like everybody that if you grow up in a semi-small town or you go travel and you, you have everybody has like their favorite diner shop that they love just to go to. You know, it's family yeah. owned. Like Ronnie's is like that. We have Scott's too, but Scott's is trash. Yeah. Compared to Ronnie's. I get it. Like and what's crazy is I know there's like some crazy story about Ronnie, Scott's, Pat's and yeah, uh jeans and yeah, and also Jeans. Like when I was a kid, Jeans used to be my favorite place because yeah. uh, it was my parents' favorite burger place. And when I got older, I started going to Ronnie's. Like, God, this is so much better than Jeans. Oh my gosh, this is there's no comparison. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, everybody kind of has their own bur- favorite burger place in Wichita Falls, and there's a lo- a good handful of like local burger places. So that that's one thing I do miss here. It's really hard to find a lot of good local, uh, just establishments that have been here for at least 20 years you know do you know of a place called bueno burger bueno burger i maybe okay no i don't think so so there's this place that you know i told you about that discovery program that i that i went to before oh yeah yeah okay so next to that hotel that we would go to there's this place called Bueno Burger. I, I'm almost positive it's called Bueno Burger. But it's in uh, McKinney, I think. I can't remember. It's it's DFW area. But, yeah. Um, but they're like... They're not open on Sundays. Mm-hmm. But 
I have only heard nothing but good things about it, but it's like a hole in the wall type of place. It's like in a little strip mall. Like you would, you blinked and you wouldn't know it was even there. Uh, oh yeah. But I can see that being in McKinney. I mean, McKinney's kind of a more residential, uh, kind of small town. It's 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 north of Plano, and mm-hmm. Plano is north of Dallas. So it's yeah. more suburban. I've got a lot of friends that live in McKinney. Yeah. So. Well, it's not. I know it's not Beltline that it's on. It's on like. Coit. Oh yeah, no. It's on Coit Road. Yeah. So I I actually live, literally right off of Beltline. Uh, Which between Beltline goes I-30. for freaking ever. Those that don't oh, it know does. Beltline, yeah. like Beltline, literally can take you all the way through Dallas. You know, DFW area. Yeah, I won't. I won't go more specific on exactly where I live, but <laughs> <laughs> I do live off of Beltline. Uh, which I'm very excited to move. Uh, Darian currently has to go through six school zones to get to her work every day. So it almost takes her 30 to 35 minutes every day because she hits school zones. And then she hits it. And there's also a train that sometimes comes on random times. So if she hits that, she's definitely going to be late for work. So it's where we're moving. We're moving up to Plano, which is where she works. She works in Plano. So, It'll, it'll be a good change for us. She'll be close to work. It'll be about the same distance for me. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm so excited to move. Uh, we're in a one-bedroom apartment, and it is it, – it's a little it's a little claustrophobic now. I mean, when we first moved down here, Darian didn't have a job. So it was kind of like, well, you know, I have a job, and I don't know how long it's going to be before Darian has a job, and I don't know if we can afford a two-bedroom apartment because – the average price for a two bedroom apartment is around sixteen hundred dollars uh, in the DFW area, and that's for a one I mean, that's bedroom. That's not cheap, man. For a two bedroom. For two bedrooms. Yeah, around sixteen hundred a month. That's yeah. I, so, so I mean, like compare compared well, to I, your price for your apartment. <laughs> we're struggling. We're strug- We're on the struggle bus here, trying to, you know make our ways around this this phone call because there's a lag so oh yeah sometimes that I'll lag talk and delay and, so if you hear us talking at the same time disclaimer and we just stop and there's a silence it's because we're hearing each other and trying to be courteous <laughs> but exactly um no the funny thing is you say that you know i live in an apartment in wichita falls it's two bedroom one bath uh it's got like a Ian's been to it. It's a decent sized, you know, living room with yeah, a I mean, little it's, diner. Yeah, it's pretty decent. Yeah, it's not bad. Now my rent is like, um, after utilities, it's about seven fifty. Oh my gosh! But Dude, for for oh my gosh, right? And then after you know, of course, um, uh, electricity and stuff. I and mean, if you want to add like wi-fi and all that thing you know all that stuff it gets mm-hmm. up you know it's a little over eight hundred dollars a month well yeah for me i'm like gosh single income it doesn't sound bad but this money's just being thrown i mean that's eight hundred dollars a month that's just being thrown to thrown to the wolves dude it's yeah. it's bugged the heck out of me for the i've lived in it now for about a year and a half and i've been like debating going to a one bedroom just to cut my my rent so i can't imagine paying sixteen hundred dollars for a two bedroom like yeah i mean how often do you use that extra bedroom 
Well, for me, like recently, which is cool, um, I just recently built a um, a little workshop bench. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I even I don't think I sent you a picture of it. I need to send you a picture of it. It's pretty neat. So I work at a credit union here in Wichita Falls, um, and we're currently doing some remodeling to our main branch, and uh, we are the little teller stations where they keep their uh, drawers and stuff like that um, they were giving away so I took those and like hey they're free and I just put a piece of plywood basically over the top and secured it and um, but I mean I don't use that room other than really right now like the closet in there has clothes and stuff that just hanging up or you know full <laughs> thrown uh, waiting to be, you know, trashed or sent off to Goodwill or sold, you know. Yeah. And then I've got some little things. I wanted it originally for it to be like a, like a music room, um, but I haul so much music, like equipment, um, on a weekly basis that it, there's not a, it doesn't stay there long enough, you know. I do so much unloading yeah. and loading. It doesn't make sense to to keep anything plugged in into that room just because I'm constantly having to take, you know, guitars and or guitar and guitar amp out. Uh, but well, I mean, you know, I mean, if you want, you could probably even make that into, um, you know, a studio, I guess, for our new podcast. <laughs> well, you know, so. and it's funny because the funny thing is, is you know. Ian got came to me about this whole podcast thing, and I'd been kind of wanting to start one, but I didn't really know kind of what to to talk about for one content. It's just hard, especially if you're by yourself. Um, oh my gosh, I couldn't I imagine doing a podcast by myself. Exactly, I can't. I can't at all. And so, a couple months, I was you know telling some friends and family, I was like, I think I'm going to start a podcast, and they're like, okay, you know, and. My grandparents are like, "What's a podcast? How do how how to podcast? Where is that at? You know, it's like radio, but more authentic and not cringy. So exactly, and so uh, anyway, so yeah, I'd been wanting to do this. It's funny that he Ian came to me. So Ian and I have been, gosh, how long have we known each other? We've known each other since junior. Oh my high? god, at least junior high. Yeah, I mean, I've known you since junior high. Uh, we always kind of had different friend groups between junior high and high school. So, I mean, we really didn't really become friends until college. I mean, because mm-hmm. I don't even know how we started talking. I think, I guess it was through Lee, maybe? Well, I think so. We were in choir together. Yeah, because I, I was in choir for the first two years. You went all four in high school, right? Yeah, yeah. It was kind okay. of like we did men's choir in high school. And then ACAP But even came. then, we didn't really talk that much. No, we didn't. And honestly, I don't... I, there's not a time that I can think to where we even really talked. Yeah. I, so it's not even... I, know, the, I didn't really have an opinion on you. I mean, I was just kind of my, in my own little world. I mean, yeah. most oh. of my friends were either in band or theater, so... Right. And I don't know. If we had a mutual friend at all, it would have been Adam Bird. Yeah, definitely. I mean, because well, kind of, I was kind of friends with Adam in high school, but yeah, it wasn't until like a big senior year. 
<laughs> Adam, if you're listening, that was all Blake. <laughs> no, Adam, see, I, yeah, I, I didn't really know Adam in high school either. I was, I, I kind of became friends with him after high school, kind of the same with you. But yeah. I think I became friends with Adam first, and then you kind of came along. And I think we became friends, was it, I guess, because we were playing for church stuff, right? Yeah, so the funny story is, is straight, you know, part of it is getting, people always tell you, and if you, I think everybody can agree, hopefully, that has left uh, this, that has graduated high school, whatever. Um, your friend groups that you have in high school are not the same. Those friendships come and go, and um, relationships come and go. Uh, I didn't want to uh, believe that's it. That's not the truth, <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't want to believe it at all. I'm like, no, I'm going to have the same friends, and you know, whatever. And so, yeah. anyway, life just takes you a different way. Well, Lee came up to me. We were in United Market Street on Fairway. And I'm pretty sure I was getting snuff. <laughs> and he uh, he walked up to me and he's like, "Hey," and I and okay, so just background. Even so, Ian and Lee are friends, been friends for a very long time. Lee and I were like polar opposite friends, like. Ian and I, there was more of, there was more it's of. It's so true, though. I mean, it's so true. There's more of a background with Ian and I because we did, you know, we did choir. And I think, Ian, you did football for a while, didn't you, in junior high? I, I did football eighth grade junior high because I wanted girls to like me. It didn't work. <laughs> and I was like, this is stupid. I'm not fast. I'm not strong. I'm getting my butt kicked, kicked every day. Oh, man. I look like a fool. I'm on the B team. I only get to play, like, eight minutes of the entire game, so well, I was like, screw this. I'll just stick to band and choir. Yeah. So. Well, and the funny thing is, and I, for someone who's done football from fifth grade to graduating, um, it, it doesn't get you the chicks. <laughs> it it really doesn't. I mean. It doesn't at all. Um, it's one of those things. It's just. You know, you just believe what you see on TV. But anyway, mm -hmm. Ian and I had a little bit tighter of a, closer of a circle to be able to possibly, you know, that could have been a possible friendship. Ian and, or Lee and I, completely polar opposites. I mean, Lee was strictly banned. I mean, uh, it just, it, it didn't make sense. And we also, you know, the friends that I had, were bullies to Lee. I remember being in, yeah. like, junior high and and watching Lee get bullied by friends of mine. Whether or not I was partaking in that, I can't remember, and I can honestly say I can't remember. Um, honestly, I feel like what's crazy is, like, in even in junior high, like, Lee and I were friends, but he was such an idiot back then, and he <laughs> will probably justify me saying this. Like... I remember how we became friends too. I mean, and Lee, obviously Lee isn't on this podcast right now, but uh, uh, this guy is just a skinny, linky dude, crazy hair, and this dude, we're in tennis together, and he borrows my tennis racket, or one of them, and he gets mad because I kicked his butt in tennis, in a tennis match, and throws it on the ground and breaks it, and I'm like, bro, 
That was like an eighty dollar racket. Are you serious? It okay. It sounded. And, it didn't sound like bro. That's an. It, it sounded more like bro. That's it. That's, that's my yeah, exactly. <laughs> the puberty hasn't quite kicked in yet. This is seventh grade. This is this is before I jo- joined the football team in eighth grade. You know, I was in the tennis team. I wasn't anything cool, or you know, quote unquote cool. It, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, so I feel like I saw some of that bullying going down. I don't know if it was by you, but you know, every now and again, like if if the football team passed by, I feel like they would pick on Lee. I was probably, you know, on the side, like Sweden. I was probably neutral and all that. You know, I, I, I would like to say like, oh yeah, no, I defended my best friend at the time. But I don't know. Like I, I am such a wuss. I don't know. Uh, at least back then I was. <laughs> well, I was basically too, Sweden. It wasn't so much like the football team, um, as much as it was just like athletes in general, guys. Like. I'm sorry if this if this offends anybody, but athletes in general are just douches. They just are. It just it's well. I mean, they... well, well, clarify that uh, at specific age groups. I mean, yeah, junior high, yes, yes, yeah. Specific, once it like, starts becoming, once it starts becoming about estrogen and testosterone, and <laughs> and yeah. once you start putting those two things together, then they start becoming douches. Um, yeah, but it's, but I mean, like, I feel like everybody in junior high is kind of a douche. Let's be honest. Like junior yeah. high, I was a douche. I was a, I was such a butt to all my friends, including, uh, Lee at the time, you know, we were all butts to each other. Yeah. So I don't well, know. How did we get, I, it so comes with the age group. We got onto the topic to kind of discuss how <laughs> Ian and I, we went on a complete rabbit trail, which, uh, those that know that me, was I, a rabbit trail. That was we went in the rabbit hole and kept going. <laughs> Ian and I are notorious for rabbit trails. I think um, that's just how yes. our minds work. So we, we're we'll honestly try that's keep... why I feel like this podcast could work really well is because we could talk for hours. Well, and we but so. we're gonna try to keep it limited as well as we as well as we can. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we we want to we want to create content. Uh, but at the same time, we want it to make sense. <laughs> yeah, that's like, so, like, hey, let's talk about a friend that nobody has reference to. Exactly. At so, all. <laughs> so Lee comes to me in Market Street. Let's rewind. And he's like, hey, I heard you play guitar. And I was like, sort of. And at that time, I'd only really played acoustic, like, I hadn't really touched an electric guitar in my entire life. I you mean, know those I, good old four chords? Yeah, exactly. G, C, D, and E minor. That's all you need to know. There you go. And then just get yourself a capo and you're golden. Um, yeah. But, but, I mean, anyway, so he came up to me and asked, and I had an electric guitar that my dad had bought me back, Lord, I think probably third or fourth grade, maybe a little bit later. And, I, I mean, it was one of those just – Go into the garage with your, you know, your friend down the street. Turn your amps up as loud as you can. You don't know what chords that you're playing. You're just making loud <laughs> racket. And it was, just put that thing in drop D and just go ham on it. <laughs> let me tell you how. And this it, here's the thing. That guitar is what started me to play guitar. So I'm not bashing on my dad for getting it for me. 
because I respect him for not buying me a twelve hundred dollar guitar to start out on. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, what are you gonna do? You're gonna give your, you know, your eight, your eighteen or sixteen year old a Tesla when they oh, first start driving? I mean, exactly. Well, and yeah, so, I mean, like, what if your kid isn't interested in guitar past four chords? You know, you're gonna buy him, you know, uh, a Martin. Well, so. and that's the thing. So, I had so it was a. It was back when Target sold, and I don't know if you remember this. It was back when Target sold instruments. I um, don't remember this. So Target, but Target, I believe back, it. yeah. So Target sold um, these uh, instruments. I'm pretty sure it was Target. I'm almost positive it was Target because I remember going and looking. But it was a Lion made by Washburn. So those that know, Washburn's really not that bad. You can find a decent guitar. But yeah, Washburns are they're like an off-brand uh, uh, Fender, right? Sorta, yeah, sort of. It's 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 like a China type of. I don't know. I don't know where it originates from. All like I if know, you bought if you bought a thousand dollar Fender, it's like a two hundred dollar Washburn, right? Right. So so the Washburn. So let's let's just keep it like that. So Washburn and Fender basically kind of in the same thing. Obviously, Fender's a whole different other beast. But those that know guitars, they know that. Fender Squire is cheaper yep. than just your normal Fender, right? So take Fender yep. Squire and Squ- Lion is the Squire of Washburn. But yeah, already cheap Washburn. <laughs> so yeah. this thing no, definitely, um, yeah. This thing was I mean, it was something else. It wasn't bad. It the neck wasn't bad. The body was made out of like freaking compressed paper. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like recycled paper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I had a little mold into act. <laughs> I had a little first act amp, and a uh, I think it was a Line Six like this multi effect pedal that just made awful racket. And so at the time, I mean, did it that's give back all... feedback? Is that what it was or what? Huh? Was it the pickups? No, it was a little multi-effect like stomp box. It was like a pedal. Oh gosh! <laughs> and and it had a little volume control, and it had like a bank up and down button. But I mean, it had delay, reverb. I had everything you you wanted as a kid to create whatever. I'm sure if someone knew what they were doing with it, they could could they could have created some cool stuff. But yeah, I did not have the patience, nor did I have the will to learn that thing so the only two things i knew were distortion and overdrive <laughs> that's all i would do let's but just make loud noises exactly and let people burn their anger <laughs> exactly i mean that's all it was i mean yeah you'd play and whatever so anyway so i was like yeah sure you know and he's like okay do you want to come play with you know play with our band and you know, at First Baptist, and I was like, for the kids, and I'm like, sure, I just need to kind of upgrade this guitar, and I'd already planned on upgrading the guitar anyway, and so anyway, I just dropped a bunch of money into that guitar, and then that's kind of, I started playing with them, um, thank goodness that this church that we played at offered, um, they already had kind of like musical equipment, so I was still playing my guitar, but I was playing through like, like an amp that was five times the price of this guitar, maybe even ten times the price. Oh of this yeah, it, one of those tube amps. Uh, I, don't even, Vo- I don't even remember what brand it was. It was a Vox AC15. 
Oh yeah, Th- and, that's a good amp too. Oh, dude, that's a good amp. It's phenomenal. It was it was pretty, but anyway. Yeah. So it, those of you that don't know what a tube amp is, it's like it, it's totally different than an electric amp because it has a natural uh, distortion or not distortion, but uh, what do you call it? Uh, well, it's just it's it's like you have your solid state and you have your tube, and so you can have like an like if you're playing through. So they have kind of their own gain within them. Sorry, overdrive. That's what I meant. Yeah. Overdrive, right? As a natural yeah. overdrive tone yeah. to the actual amp that comes through your guitar. Uh, uh, it's a whole – yeah. I mean, you dive into that and it's – you know, that's a – that's like an hour-long conversation in itself that yeah. I don't oh, yeah. know enough to be able to work my way around. Dude, that's probably a three-hour conversation we could talk about <laughs> just just tube amps and electric amps. Yeah. But anyway, so that's how Ian and I kind of met was through that. And to be honest, I, I, it wasn't like – it was really like meeting you for the first time. Like we hadn't – Yeah. I mean we hadn't really introduced each other other than being in choir and stuff and maybe in a class or two. But um, – Well, I mean, and also was, let's clarify what we were doing. We were playing, uh, we were we were on the worship group, like we were part of like a worship band for the junior high, for this church called First Baptist Mushaw Falls. And let's let's First Baptist Mushaw Falls, their junior high group on a Wednesday night. What would you say, three hundred junior high kids on a good on a good Wednesday? Yeah, on a yeah. I mean, oh my goodness, at, at least talk about from, yeah, from two to anywhere in between, like. 200 to 400 kids i mean talk about just craziness i mean there were probably a good maybe 40 students at the front that were kind of you know worshiping or you know kind of involved in everything and then everybody else was just like running around and yelling and it was craziness but it was probably i don't know it was the most frustrating but you know, at the same time, it was frustrating and also super kind of humbling because here we are. You know, we didn't grow up like with worship. It, it we'll, we'll, we won't be long on this topic, but we didn't grow up in a church that had horrible worship leaders. Yeah, and and so we were because Lee was engaged. just awful. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say you know. We had people that literally were just very, very talented people mm-hmm. who had a calling to to be that. I mean, think of Epic Rescue with like Brandon Self and uh, you know, shout out to the to Natalie and Brandon and, and Cody Mangold and you know, Leland Wetzel yeah. and all those They were the they were the they were the OG. They were the OG of the time. And so we had a lot of, you know, we had them to look up to. And so um, I guess you kind of just, you walk in there and you kind of expect it. Like, here it is, you know, I'm leading, we were leading worship to a generation, what, we had been out of, we had been out of uh, junior high for six years at by that point. Yeah, basically. And... What a generation, freaking! Like, holy crap, dude! Like, here's the thing: whenever I went to first, and I was in 
uh, in junior high, we had probably at the most like a hundred kids in the in the yeah. junior high like class. And Wait, that was, was this big. when you did you go to first at that time when you were in junior high? Yeah, yeah, and that was oh, when okay. Epic Rescue was playing. But I'm telling you, gotcha. now you had your like every you know your like group of five people that wouldn't engage, but for the most part, everybody was like engaged. Like you were, yeah. if you weren't, you know, worshiping or whatever, you were at least like paying attention to the music. Guys, Ian is not kidding whenever he said you had kids running around. I mean, there was no tame like to this monster that you called, what did they call it, Wild Side or 180? Um, Yes, I believe so, yeah. I, but it's just, it's not even just the running around, it was just... Imagine you were, um, I, I don't even, any, any event, name any event, and then imagine at that event, only 10% of the people at the event were paying attention to what you were doing. Yeah. Okay? And it's not, like, and I, I get why we were there, and, you know, we were there for that 10%, but it was still really rough, and I don't know. So th- those were interesting times, and that's, you know... Blake and I became friends through that, and then I think later on we actually uh, created a band, and that was that was a lot of fun. I might Blake, do you still have a recording of that band? Don't ask me for that freaking recording, dude. I want that recording, man. <laughs> Guys, so this band, you know, I was talking to someone about. I can't remember who we were talking to. Here's the thing. I think we meant well. And I think that if if you could have cut us at the knees at the time. So so let's just start at the beginning of the worship stuff, right? So here we are. Lee has really never sang in front of people really in his life. And he was leading these group of three to four hundred kids every weekend. You had actually Ian. actually one second before that, the other guy, Adam, that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Lee, Adam, and I, before Blake was in the picture, um, we were going to another church that was really small. I'm talking like maybe 10 combined junior high and high school kids. And this is like the first time me, Lee, and Adam were ever doing anything worship. So like Adam's on the cajon playing a simple beat. Lee's kind of playing guitar. I'm playing like the most simple bass line you could think of. And we're doing these worship songs, and it was not good. Don't get me wrong, it was not good at all. But that was the first time. And then somehow Lee managed to procure this gig at you know the church that he's originally from. And guys, this is so, a yeah. this isn't like okay, this isn't like uh oh, hold on. Are you there, Ian? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. I think it it's still recording. My, my uh, computer just said something weird. Um, anyway. Is the bar still going? Yeah, the bar's still going. Uh, I just hope that oh, okay. nothing else happened. So, anyway. You, you still getting waveforms? No, I don't know what happened, but it's all good. It's it's recording. So, um, I think it's just getting hot. I need to, that's what I got oh, gotcha. up to do just a second ago. I need to, hold on. I'm going to step away for a second. Cool. Yeah, so I mean, we were 
yeah, this band that we formed, we originally called it Time Will Tell, and of course, you know, you find a really good name for a band, and then you look online, and oh, what do you know? Another band is named Time Will Tell, so you have to create a new name. So we actually, I don't know, I, I, some of their songs are actually kind of decent. I don't know, maybe it was just me, but. Yeah, so we eventually went with the name Seabury, which was the name of a street that my girlfriend at the time, now wife, uh, lived off of in her apartments. I don't know why I named it that. I just thought it was kind of cool. And what did we we created one song? <laughs> <laughs> no, we created. We, here's the thing, and I, and I and I was actually three songs. We did like three or four songs, maybe. At, at the least, I mean, we created some, yeah, some. Now, granted, <laughs> granted, the lyrics, the lyrics were good, and and I don't think you give yourself enough credit. I was telling Taylor this the other day, like, if we could have just found, like, a sound, and, like, just done. If we could have started with just like the instrumental stuff first, and then f- put. Your, because you you wrote really good music. It's just it was hard because yeah. we had Lee who was who was leading on Sun or on Wednesdays. We had you who was writing the songs, and then you had me who was like basically like coming out of the closet singer. Like I didn't yeah. like singing in front of people. I was not a fan, and so like you had all these people who really weren't like. We weren't very well round, like well rounded in our craft, like like yeah. And it's, the other part was I didn't want to play bass and be the main singer, like I, and that's why I wanted you to do more vocals. But you're playing lead guitar, <laughs> so it's like okay, well I have to play rhythm, you have to play lead. It's harder for you to sing more vocal parts when you're playing lead because it requires a whole lot more concentration. Yeah. So it's like okay, well. Okay, I guess I'll play rhythm, but then who's gonna play a bass? Like, I mean, you can't have a band without a bass guitar, but it's not gonna and be good. And then we had someone who so, who was willing to play. Who was that? It was Austin. He's a great guy. I love yeah. him to death. But he had just started playing bass. Like, I mean, beginner. <laughs> it, it was one of those things like where we didn't have anybody that we knew that played bass, which is kind of strange because I feel like if you can play guitar, you can play oh, dude, bass. Is, it's to not me, that bad. And this is coming from someone who knows very little about bass, but to me, bass is simple, and as long as you are playing simple things, like to me, yeah, I, mean, I could. You don't have to be over here like slapping a bass, man. I yeah. mean, you just need to, you know, know the bass line and be able to play it, be able to, you know, hit those yeah. notes. And I mean, Austin, he's a great guy. He's a talented musician. He he plays other instruments, but he was brand new at bass at the time. So it was kind of like, well, we have a band, we have a song, we have a few songs that we can play. We have a bass player trying to learn bass and the songs at the same time. Um, this is going great. It was going awful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have any any sort of equipment to record songs. Oh with. my gosh. So, oh my gosh, I remember we got that Zoom. What, what, what was it? A Zoom mic? Yeah, it was. It was a. Yeah, it was a Zoom mic. It was like a. Uh, it'd basically be like what you were doing to like interview somebody, but it's like 
you would point yeah, it Yeah, it's at... a good mic, but it's not meant for... Yeah, it's a good mic. It's just not meant for recording multiple <laughs> instruments. <laughs> we... Okay, so... Like... Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, it's not bad whenever you're trying to record, like, a bass or a guitar. Now, granted, you're... We didn't know what the heck we were doing, so we're putting this thing, like... We're, like, hanging this thing over the guitar. Or, not over the guitar, yeah. but over the amps for the bass and the electric. But we're sitting there thinking, like, how the heck are we going to do these drums? And holy Oh, my crap, gosh. Dude. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we got into Lee's little music room at his parents' house, and it yep. had zero, like, acoustic, like, it was a... It was just one of those things like you hit a cymbal and you felt like you're you just heard like a I mean, gunshot. It, it was empty walls and a wooden yes. floor, so there's no dampening of no. sound. It was other than our bodies yeah, inside. It was the not room. a great room to record. Holy moly! But moving on from that, um, that's just kind of a very long summarized uh, kind of history background of ian and i i mean we went to high school you know junior high and we went to school together and then we went and became worship leaders at uh, for a junior high and then it moved on to high school and then we ended up uh well that and a college we started helping with college too oh yeah we did help with college a little bit yeah didn't we? and then um i ended up leaving the church uh, and then going to play at a, a different church, uh, there. Um, but I mean, that's yeah. really it, but I we've actually, been, and, I mean, we've been yeah. friends since. And I think to be honest with you, dude, you and Lee, like other than like the Myers, like Caleb and Jacob, like other than them, mm-hmm. like I would consider you and Lee, like my best friends you know what I mean? And and yeah. so yeah. it's crazy I mean, how things work out. And that just goes to show, like, high school, guys, is not everything. <laughs> yeah, and see, like, like, for me, I enjoyed high school. I, I had a great well, – let me rephrase that. I enjoyed the last two years of high school. The first two years, I didn't have a girlfriend, and everybody was super immature. I hated all my friends, and we are all jerks to each other. The second two years, you know, you get a girlfriend, and your friends are a little bit cooler. I don't know. It, well, Ian. Plus, I had my, I was in my own social circles, so I had a great time. It was, it was Ian, okay. It was Ian high school. Ian had a lot of sexual tension that he needed to release. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I mean, think about it. It's like, like, okay, Blake, when, when was your first girlfriend? Like serious? Uh, sure. Well, let's con- let's figure out what we uh, would- like. Like not when I when I say serious, like I don't count a girlfriend being like, oh, we held hands once and our moms took us to the to the <laughs> movies and sat with us. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking like like we went on an actual day or like we're boyfriend and girlfriend. We hold hands through school yeah. and we kiss and I consider yeah. I consider real dating. So here's the thing, and it's hard because I know people who had, who have been married happily for a very long time. 
Oh, it's so what, rare. Yes, though. it is very rare. But I would consider like your first date would be like understanding, like to understand what a date is. Like for me, I understood a date, like dating at a very young age, just because of the fact that like I came from a broken home, and so for me, like I had every intention of whoever I was dating, I wanted to see like a wife. And so I had this weird kind of, it probably freaked a lot of girls out, to be honest with you, (laughs) especially. Hey, will you be my wife? Blake, we're in junior year of high school. What are you doing? It's an awkward conversation when, you know, a girl asks you, you know, why did you decide to date me? And And your reasoning is, well, I want to see if you would be, you know, a good wife one day. That freaked so many girls out growing up and it's funny because then but it's also a different world it's hard because the the world we live in now it's it's not just high school and then job like it's high school well maybe go to college maybe pursue a business or whatever i mean it's not it's very individualistic upfront things yeah it's very individual individualistic (laughs) society it's not like any specific asian culture where you know, a lot of the time, like if you're not, if you're 25 and you're not married, you're kind of, you're losing time. Like, right. So, well, and so to say that, I just, I, I dated, I just did. And some of them were serious and some of them weren't. Um, my, I would say my first serious, serious relationship was probably like my, my freshman year. Um, yeah. Uh, that was with Lauren. Uh, Waldorf. <laughs> oh man, she's gonna be upset. She's gonna she's gonna listen to this offhandedly and be like, "Oh my How God. dare him!" I dated this guy. He he mentioned my last name too. <laughs> no one's gonna be able to find. Well, actually, that's a very no one go and search that. If you're listening to this, okay. watch watch like 500 people from Wichita Falls find this podcast and be like. Oh my gosh! They mentioned they so many last dropped names. So many names. They doxed me so hard. Well, and I will say, dude. So, the funny thing is, is so we, me and her dated. So freshman year, right? She was. Uh, yeah. She came from Germany. Uh, she was military family, and we dated for, I think, if I can remember right, we dated for like right over a year. Um. Okay. Okay. I would say that's a you know a, a decently serious relationship. Yeah, for I mean. high school. I mean, that's a long time. Um, yeah. Now looking back on it, yeah. it's like okay, <laughs> you were just getting yeah. to know each other, but at the same time, like it was serious in the sense of like emotionally, um, both of us were pretty. Sure. Like, I feel like most both of us were pretty mature emotionally, um, and so we were able to kind of like have discussions like that and. Now, granted, it's still you're still what fourteen, you know, at the time, um, but you know, I would say that was like. Oh wait, did you date her freshman year or what? Uh, oh, so you dated her freshman year, right? Freshman Is to, I think, yeah, I dated her. So, I dated her. Holy crap! If I could remember right, I think we started dating in like October of our freshman year. And then, um, 
we broke up. Dude, that's so strange. Yeah, we broke up. My first, my first girlfriend was in October as well. I'm pretty really? sure. It was like during football season. Yeah, yeah it was like in the middle hey, of football that's season. When the, like, that's just when you find them. It's it's getting cold. Oh, girls it's want, so strange. You know, when you're in high yeah, school, that's what it, girls. Uh, that's I'm not gonna say everybody. That's that's very broad. But when you're in high school, yeah. you know, girls and guys. I'll just put them in the same category. Um, are very much like looking for someone to like snuggle up by the fire with, wear their hoodie, type of you know mm-hmm. whatever. And so, dude, the hoodies definitely the hoodies. <laughs> oh my goodness! I had a Hollister hoodie. I'm telling you that uh, this girl freshman year had take while I was dating Lauren had. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> get this, dude. It's crazy. So, oh no, she was dating. It's funny because she was. She ended up dating the varsity quarterback at the time. Um, yeah, and so it was kind of a really weird situation. But she had. I had this Hollister hoodie, and I had this uh, cologne. Um, and those that know me, I love my freaking cologne. That's a whole nother. Yeah, podcast. you do. You have like, you have like four. You have four like main colognes. Sorry, I'm not gonna sidebar. Well, another podcast. Keep going. No, you're false. I don't have four. Don't you dare. Don't you? <laughs> How many do you have? Don't you dare. I said four main ones. I said four main ones. I have ones. so much cologne, guys. It's not funny, and it's a problem. <laughs> and I plan on seeking help. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, your cologne was on this hoodie. And she sm- she wore it, like, during our first period. And she's like, I'm yeah. taking your hoodie. And I'm like, what? And she ran off with my hoodie. And I didn't get it back for oh weeks. Gosh. And that was like, and y'all oh, know no. Hollister. Hollister ain't cheap. So that's my only Hollister yeah. hoodie that I ever had. <laughs> and, uh. Dude. See, I wasn't cool enough to wear Hollister, man. I was like, I was, the, I was on the other end. I was like, man, why am I paying all this money to wear somebody else's logo? But dude, I don't know. no one's cool enough. But now I, I wear like half my clothes are polo, <laughs> so just you know, just so I can have that polo symbol on my clothing. You yeah, know? no Whatever. Hollister, and that's the funny thing, dude. The only thing that was good about Hollister. The only thing that Hollister was good at was selling clothes to people who were fit, like skinny. Uh, they sold. It's like Abercrombie and Finch. Like they sell to a specific like, like physical demographic. Yeah, physical demographic, and so um, it was hard. I wasn't, you know, looking back, like comparing now to where I was in high school. Like in high school, I was skinny, dude. Like, I thought I was fat then. Um, and so, like, I couldn't walk into Hollister and feel comfortable at all. Like, good lord, the freaking wallpapers, these guys wearing jeans on a beach with no shirt. Like, who would wear, who would, the heck, would wear jeans with no shirt on a beach? <laughs> like, that just sounds super uncomfortable. Um, but, <laughs> dude. <laughs> You know, mar- marketing. Uh, I don't. Even, I, I don't. I don't. I. I. If I can, I don't even wear jeans during the summer. Like, if I can avoid it, I don't wear jeans in the summer. I, honestly, like, if I could wear uh, shorts all year round, I would. So, and that's the funny thing. So, in, 
in uh probably from fifth grade up till probably senior year i don't i think i probably wore jeans like other than the days that i had to wear khakis for game day during football season i think i only wore jeans like maybe 10 times in the six years I oh, always wow. wore khaki shorts or athletic shorts and a t-shirt or a polo. Well, even back then, khaki shorts were really popular. Like, that was like the best go-to for And people will say, I don't care what anybody says. Dude, I wore khaki shorts a couple years ago. I didn't know that they were out of style. Um, and I got called, like, what you know, apparently I was rocking the dad, the dad fashion or something. Apparently that's a thing. It, as long as they're above the knee, it's okay. And they can't but have they pockets. can't have like the. I found that. Yeah, out. they can't have pockets. They can't have those little cargo Which pockets. Which blows my the mind. The cargo pockets were super popular, like junior high for us. So, oh my gosh, what? It's been like twelve years since we've been in junior high, something like that. I don't no, know. It's been well, I guess. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so she stole your hoodie. I will say, dude, with relationships in high school, I, like, see, my first girlfriend was junior year of high school, and... That was your first girlfriend? God, like, yeah, that was my first girlfriend, and, dude, she was a really good girlfriend, I will admit, she was a great girlfriend, um, I felt like I was a pretty good boyfriend for the most part, all up until about senior year, I wasn't probably the greatest boyfriend at the time, and that was a big, you know, learning experience for me, not to be a complete douchebag. Um, so, but we'll move, we'll move upon that. Yeah. So, yeah. Relationships. Um, I, did, I definitely learned a lot. Huh? Yeah. Oh. I just think relationships in yeah. general, like, pre-20 years old, like, even 18, like, relationships between oh, the time man. that you're 21, like, 12 and 21 relationships like it depends on your intention and it's funny because i feel like sure majority of the time i had decent intention but they were trash yeah. so if you're oh, if y'all man, are listening yeah. y'all mean, are going through some relationship probs if you're in around that age like y'all just give it time i would say dude if i could go back because i sent so much time like again coming from a broken family like you don't want to repeat that history. And so I spent so much oh, time not. like trying to set up myself for success when it came to relationships that I get, you know, I lost focus on a lot of things like in junior high and high school, like schoolwork, you know, effort and energy towards sports and and so if I could go back, dude, I would have never step foot in a relationship in high school. Um I would have Really? Yeah. I don't I don't know, like I, I regret a few things from high school, like things that I did or even like post-college because I, I dated my high school sweetheart into college and there's a few things I definitely wish I could take back and not do, but well, see, and I did the, the same... good thing about them is that I learned from those things yeah. and I'm glad that I've made the mistakes I did in the past and, the, you know, the stupid things and just being well, a Well, the reason I say what... In the past, that way I didn't do it for my current yeah, wife. Yeah, the reason I say I say my current wife, my only wife. <laughs> the reason I say that is because, so I dated, I guess you consider just referring to what you said before, high school sweetheart. Um, 
my senior year. So, uh, good lord, I don't even remember. That's sad that I can remember when we when I dated like my, my first girlfriend, like the month of, but I can't remember this one. Um, I want to say it was around October, November too. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, really? Dude, I don't know. That's crazy. Those fall months, man. Those fall months are. Yes, it like, was because uh, it was before. I don't even know. It, it was right after Roundup. And Roundup was always like the last or fir- the la- either the last weekend of October or the or the first week of November because of Rider Old High. And just so the audience knows, Roundup is like a like homecoming stuff, right? Is it, that what it was? Yeah, it was kind of like our version of it, back in the day. Whenever they first created it, it was like our school's version of prom. Um, so our our mascot oh, okay. is the Raiders. So was they, it? Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't prom though. It was like homecoming though, because it was in the fall, right? Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yes. It was homecoming. Sorry, I got it mixed up. Okay. But yes, okay. it was like homecoming. So like most people will do homecoming king and queens. Ours was, um, Miss Mister and Miss Mister and Raider. Mrs. Raider. Um, and it was kind of yeah. That was our mascot. Yeah. Is anyway. So. Um. But yeah. So. But the reason I say that I wouldn't have stepped foot in a relationship is because like. It's not that I regret it. Now I would have stepped foot. Maybe have wouldn't have. Maybe I wouldn't have put so much effort into relationships, um, because going out of sure. high school. So out of high school, I had my mindset on the fact I suck at school, <laughs> which was just my perspective because I didn't put any energy to school. I think I would have been a lot yeah. more successful if I would have just tried, but I focused on other things. So anyway. Um, but I went out of high school thinking, I'm not going to college. I'm not doing that. I want to become a cop, so I'll just go work for the sheriff's department and be a jailer. Dude, I forgot that you were thinking about doing yeah. that. And so, um, well, and that's where I was working when Lee asked me to play with y'all. I was on my way out oh, from working yeah. at the sheriff's department. I forgot department. about that. So, anyway, so uh, what? the reason I say that is because I found myself not, like, I had no, like, determination for myself, like, as an individual. And so, like, I couldn't, like, I had a very big identity crisis. Like, I was dating this girl that was, like, a great athlete, like, D1 commit, D2 commit, um, was going, supposed to, she was supposed to go to, I think, like, tech or something, and then she decided that she was going to go just get a full ride scholarship at a junior college. So anyway, she was just a good athlete and an all-star student. And here I am sucking at just like all things life. And, uh, and that really affected that relationship. But the thing was, is I was so torn by that relationship. It affected me for like two or three years following. Cause like here it was like this relationship I had invested so much time and effort into. And it, tore me up dude it tore me the heck up and i know yours did too i was there for for yours but like for me like that's all i had like that was the all i had to like to give it's almost like you put all of your time in you invested so much into that relationship so i i get why you say that like i get why you say like hey i you know i wouldn't i wouldn't do it over again and I guess that's going on the premonition of like, you know, if I if I went back in time 
I wouldn't do the relationship because I know how it ends up, which is that I, I get it because yeah. like, like say for me, like I'm married, uh, I love my wife. You know, if I went back in time, if I was back to where, you know, high school times, you know, I, I guess I, I could say like, you know, I probably would, I, I wouldn't date anybody because I, I've already had the experience. Yeah. I, you know, I've had it. I, I would just, I don't even know what I would do different to be honest. Like, I, well, I, for me, it would I just, mean, I would, I would just be myself. I yeah. guess. Well, for me, it would just be like focusing on taking care of myself, period. Like now sure. I have a different perspective. Like then it was like, what can I do to make this person that I cared about happy so that they stay with me until we can make things work. Right. But now it's like, sure. what can I like, how can I be the best me provide for myself and then in return and you know like grow myself into the point to where I can be a great provider for a future family and I never thought of it that way growing up I just thought you just need to be in a relationship and things will kind of work out as long as you love that person but the thing was is like I was not I was giving a hundred percent of myself to that relationship and it scared that person to death I'm assuming um, it scared that person to death and she was like, I don't want to be a part of this because you're not doing anything for yourself, like to be able to provide, like you were going to become a cop, but now you're not becoming a cop. Like, what are you going to do? You know? Yeah. And so you were just kind of floating along, not pursuing. Yeah. Well, and I just, I've lived a very lazy, I guess, like I lived a very lazy life following because once you go work for, like, an important job, like, law enforcement or, like, a detention officer, um, and then you go into, yeah. like, academy. <laughs> I went to work yeah, for yeah, academy. No, I, I forgot you worked at academy, yeah, too. Dude. I forgot about that. And, and it, I did not hey. take it seriously. Yeah. Well, um, so, uh, yeah, I actually wanted to go into one topic one topic just so that we don't get too off track uh one thing i wanted to get into today was that i sent you earlier the uh new 21 pilot song which actually came out i think three weeks ago or maybe even a little bit earlier than that did you watch the- it was like april 9th oh, okay when did you did you watch the music the music video no, so, you know, the funny thing is, like, I haven't touched 21 Pilots probably since that, uh, their, uh, first album that, like, what was it? Um, oh, I don't even remember. I, I really don't. Well, y'all showed me whenever we were, like, in a band. It was, uh, which we could turn back time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and that's the um, thing. Like, I, I actually sent Lee, you know, the guy that we were talking about earlier, <laughs> Uh, I sent yeah. him the song because I, I discovered it today because I was just looking through Apple Music uh, for some new songs and I saw that and I was like oh my gosh this is really good uh, because I, I burned myself out really hard on 21 Pilots and I haven't listened yeah. to them in probably over a year just because of that dude it's definitely been it's definitely been over a year since I've, I've touched 21 oh, man. Pilots but it's cool because when he sent it to me I was like oh here we yeah. go and it's not anything against them or you like it was just like i was kind of like you i listened to the heck out of that like that album mm-hmm. and 
in those songs, and then all of a sudden they became like super mainstream. Yeah. And it was like, good lord, everywhere I turned, it was twenty one. Yeah, pounds. I mean. And so when you sent it to me, I was just like, ugh, I don't know exactly. If I don't really want. To. But what I think I liked about it the most is. I feel like their sound has changed just enough for me to get back into the into the group themselves, because um, it definitely they, their sound is definitely different. Um, it's yes, I would even say it's. I don't want to say better, but it's refreshing. Um, but what did you think of the song itself? Um, like, did you did you understand the lyrics? Like, it, it would have helped better if you actually watched the video. Yeah, I'll have to go. So, I don't know. I listened to the song. Of course, I'll, you sent it to me today, mm-hmm. so I only got to listen to it. I put it on repeat um, while I was driving around earlier, um, and I liked it. Don't get me wrong. Like I thought it was good. Um, I didn't get to listen to the lyrics very much. I heard them say something about your, like, what did it say, Be My Quarantine? Yeah, so what's crazy is, like, I don't know much of the history behind the song, but... The fact that they were mentioning quarantine, and that's why I wanted you to watch the music video, because in the music video, it's almost like they're in quarantine, and that's kind of how the music video plays out. And it's kind of like, I don't really fully understand the music video, because you know music videos, they're, they they can mean a thousand different things. Um, oh, for yeah. sure. But it, one little gag in the music video, though, is that uh, they... Like him and the other guy, I don't even know their names, but the two main band member guys, they uh, are like sending each other this USB drive in this envelope in the mail, right? So it just shows like random cuts of them like putting it in their mailbox to be delivered uh, throughout the whole video. And at the very end of the video, it just like shows both of them coming out of their house and they're like next door neighbors. Uh, so that was just a good gig, uh, but a good bit. But yeah, I don't know. It, I love the new sound of it. I hope that they keep evolving their sound because I got so burned out with them. Like I, I, I could not, if someone played their old stuff, I probably would, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It's just, it's, it's gone for me. So <laughs> one thing, one thing that I liked about it. So I was actually sitting, have you ever heard of the band called Joan? Joan? Joan, like J O A N. Oh no, I guess I haven't. So, I've actually been, I've listened to them for probably a little over a year now, mm-hmm. um, but they have very similar, now it's not rapping whatsoever, like, but it's a two-piece band, um, they have similar aspects in that, but they're very, like, every time I've showed them to somebody, they're like, wow, that's like super 90s. Huh. And I'm like, 90s? 90s, okay. Like, what do you mean 90s? But... Whenever I listened to the twenty, this song, like this Twenty One Pilot song, I immediately went to that band, Joan, uh-huh. and I was like, "Wow, that sounds very not not crazy similar, but there's some things there. I'm like, okay, like I can kind of hear this, you know, and I don't know if it's the samples that are making it sound ninety. Like I was listening to the band Joan. You'll you'll have to whenever we're done, you need to, you know, I'll send you yeah, send me a link that. To him, but, I, Dude, they're they're phenomenal. But every time I show it to someone, they're like, "That sounds like in sync." Really, like an in sync Gwen like... Stefani, Maroon Five, uh, Eiffel sixty five nineties, or <laughs> <laughs> not. But that's the thing, though. Is like I'm like I don't I don't hear it. I don't under. 
I kind of can hear like an '80s vibe. Okay. Like it's very kind of '80s synth. Kind so of, not not like a rock like 80s like a like the nineteen seventy five like that kind of sound or yes sort of like the band Camino sort of okay like, yeah I have noticed not... the band Camino does have a lot of like eighties sounding guitar riffs and stuff dude the band okay so that's oh the band Camino man see they're my and see jam. that might uh, be a good segue into our next. Uh, the the next topic I wanted to talk about before we ended this podcast uh, episode, which is, what is your guilty pleasure in music? So did you? I, I sent you this topic a, a few days ago, and did you come up with like a list or a few bands or songs or whatever that is your guilty pleasure that you know you don't tell a lot of people or that maybe some people know? Yeah. But yeah. So what is it, man? So I used to keep. So I've always had a guilty pleasure band, like, like, genre, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, or band, uh, growing up. So, I grew up with a mom and a sister, right? Yeah. And so whatever musical, like, whatever music they were listening to, I was listening to. If they were listening to it in the car, obviously I was listening to it in the car. Um, and so. One of my guilty pleasure genre bands, whatever, was like boy bands. Okay. Um, Backstreet Boys, Ninety Eight Degrees, In Sync, uh, freaking who else? Savage Garden, and then going into like n- like nowadays, like I still listen to that. Now I'll claim it. I'll just be like, yeah, I listen to it. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just it for me. It's not even so much like. Now don't get me wrong, dude. I was like. I was fanboying for freaking like NSYNC growing up. That like NSYNC and and freaking Backstreet Boys were my jam. Did you tell people like, though back then, like whenever tips. you liked, whenever you listened to him and liked? No, it. heck no, <laughs> no, dude. I mean, he got to the point, dude, where so my mom owned a daycare, yeah. right? And I would go there after school, and it would get to the point like I wanted frosted tips so bad. We'd Are you serious? You wanted frosted tips? I swear. <laughs> yeah, because I had that curly hair like J- like JT oh, did. Oh, gosh. And so I wanted just my fro- – dude, I wanted my curly tips to be frosted. Oh, man. And so I'd go into Pro Cuts, and of course, you know, on Pro Cuts at that time, there was somebody on the wall with their hair cut yeah. that had curly hair and there were frosted tips. That was one <laughs> of the things. It was a style, and I looked at my mom. I was like, "I want that," and she's like, "No, I'm please not tell doing me you that. got frosted tips and, these, and there are pictures, dude." Those, there's not pictures. I never got frosted tips. I still want frosted oh tips. Oh my god! Day. I swear to you, I still want. But uh, we're we're denim on denim and frosted one, tips, bro. <laughs> Dude, yes. I, I, denim on denim with a white shirt under it, maybe some overalls with a denim jacket. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I got you. Oh anyway, my gosh. so um, it got so bad, my mom wouldn't give them to me. So I, one day I, she, I was waiting you know, for her daycare to close so we could go home, and I knew where she kept the bleach. So I grabbed that bleach, no. like it was like a bleach spray, yeah, 
and uh, I put like a little bit of it in my hand, and I knew better not to run that crap through my hair. But I had a little, I grabbed a little spot that was like in the corner of my he- like forehead, and I pulled it down, and I just grabbed that bleach, no. and I just started rubbing it in, and and it did, it turned, it didn't turn it blonde, but I lost a lot. My hair is pretty pretty dark, and I lost a little bit of color for for a while. Wait, so did you <laughs> soak your hair? Would you, you just spray your hair or what? Like, what'd you do? No, it was like like some type of bleach, like. You know, like those Expo bottles? Yeah. Like for dry erase? It was like that, but it was like in a bleach bottle. Oh, gosh. It, or, I mean, it was it was bleach, but it was in like an Expo bottle. Okay, so, and bro, so, okay, yeah, so you know man. JT's hair, it's like a brown, right? Like, you have blackish hair. Could you imagine? Bro, I can go brown. <laughs> Don't tell me I can't have my frosted tips, Ian. You won't win this conversation. Dude, if you get I'm, frosted I'm tips, so, oh my gosh. Dude. I, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. I'm not, I'm not playing with you. So, Eric, who plays Keys in at City Hope, yeah. he's Hispanic. And he's he had frosted tips. Like current day frosted tips or like back in the 90s? No. Well, what do you mean? What's the difference? They're both frosted As in, like, tips. nobody in 2020 has frosted tips. Like, if you went to a hairstyle... He has frosted tips. Like, current day? Are you there? No. Huh? In current day, he had frosted tips. Yes. Like, literally, like, weeks ago. Oh like, before all this gosh. coronavirus stuff. This dude had frost... Bro, but that's the... That's the... Vato way. <laughs> I love it. Hey, I'm not judging. <laughs> it's actually kind of glorious. I love it. <laughs> so if you did that, I would be very, uh, very supportive. That would be hilarious. I, you do you, man. I just think, I think before I turn forty, I will get frosted oh tips. Oh my gosh! And I don't know how. I don't know how long it's gonna be, how long I'll have them for, but at some point. I will have frosted tip, so yeah, we'll see. But my, I, so that's my guilty pleasure growing up. I think my guilty pleasure now, um, would be so. <sighs> let me just preface this on the fact that I don't care for the band, but I I sort of enjoy the older music that they used to I make. I feel like I know where this is going. Yeah. You know where this is going? I think I do, but say it. Nickelback. Okay. You know, honestly, so I, I don't really know. I, I I was kind of one of those bandwagon people with the hate for Nickelback. I never, even back in the day, the only song that I really knew by Nickelback was Photographs. So like, <laughs> I don't really know any other song by Nickelback. So like, I don't. So, I, I I go along yeah. with the bandwagon hate. But it's not. It's not. Yeah. I have nothing to back well, it up for. I don't know any does. of the songs. I don't even really know much about the band in general. So. So, just know this much: Photograph is their was their mainstream. Get me on the radio, like, yeah. way to go. I mean, everybody once you know, Photograph came on, everybody heard of Nickelback. But people that heard of Nickelback, only heard of Photograph. 
if they didn't follow him before. Yeah, makes sense. So it's kind of like 21 Pilots, dude. You know, like, we listened to 21 Pilots before they came out with that debut song that hit the radio for freaking and like was on the radio for straight. over a year just it's probably still on the for radio ever. like I, I swear like it if oh, you yeah. listen to the radio now it's probably still playing randomly at random times it came on xm i was actually listening to xm radio the other day and it came on to like alternative yeah and i was like why is this on freaking what is it um alt nation i'm pretty sure it was on alt nation not too long ago so anyway but nickelback if you can get past Photograph and never listen to it again, Nickelback has some. Now their front man's a douche. Really? I wouldn't put. I, I no. I wouldn't let. I would. I wouldn't want to be friends with with that dude whatsoever. But the all the right reasons, um, album, is actually and that comes from Photograph. But that album is not bad. Um, Here and Now album is not too bad. Um, Silver Side Up is a decent one. Um, that's the one that has uh, How You Remind Me on okay. it. Okay. Uh, and uh, but I mean, they're not, the band isn't tr- like the people that are the guy that really has ruined a lot of people of of this band is is the front man yeah i could see it back and and the he's just a crap i i i I remember about a year ago i actually had to watch a i think it was one of those like watch like this watch mojo videos where it was like why is nickelback the most hated band in america or whatever Is it Miss Mojo or is it Mr. Mojo? Because both of them annoy I, the I have no me. idea, to be honest. I think it was the Mrs. Mojo. I don't even know. But it was one of those, like, because I, I genuinely had no idea why the world hated Nickelback. I have no idea. Because, like, like you said, like the only song I really knew by Nickelback was Photographs. So, and basically it was just talking about kind of how the front frontliner, like the singer, the main guy, was just kind of a douche. But, um, yeah. So that's interesting. You were clarifying yeah, to the and... world that you like Nickelback. I just want everybody in the world to know that. The entire internet, Blake likes Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing. is Nickelback will come across my playlist every once yeah. in a while, but I guarantee you... Do you get a little excited? How You Remind you Me a little? <laughs> or Photograph. No, but it's not those two songs that just screw everybody mm. up. Like, it's, you know... It's a decent. It's a decent. Well, song. photographs. It's kind of. It, it's, it's, it's very. It's heavily memed. Like, you know all like the. For ten hour playlist of them playing. Oh like, yeah. Uh, what what was it? Look at this graph. Look at this graph. Yeah, <laughs> it like makes it like pitched off. <laughs> Quality memes. But definitely the thing is, dead, that wasn't but... our generation that memed. Oh that. yeah, definitely. Let's remember yes, this. I mean. And, but the thing is, is like I don't. I don't care if you make fun of it. I've made fun of it. The thing that I don't like about the band, and this is, again, like I said, I don't care really for the the band or the front man. I just like the music. But at the same time, dude, he's got some, like, messed up lyrics. Yeah. 
like some jacked up freaking lyrics. Like if I could find, like there was one that is like I like. He's like I like my hand better around your neck. Oh my like, gosh. <laughs> or something like like I mean it's rough, man. That reminds me of the band Oceana yeah. where it's like I will bathe in tubs of crimson like blood or whatever. <laughs> like, some like really dark lyrics. <laughs> oh man. Oh. That's crazy though. Uh so for me, I actually have 3 current day and one that I listened to in junior high, and I'm not proud of it at all whatsoever. So in junior high, I had a few friends actually introduce me to this band. If you could call them a band, I uh, I don't know if they're still a thing or not. I have no idea. In ju- this was in junior high, so this would have been this would have been anywhere from 06 to 07. Yes, I am very much ashamed of listening to this band because their lyrics are disgusting, complete trash. And I'm saying this in my personal opinion. I'm not trying to <laughs> like I'm I'm not trying to get a lawsuit, okay? This is my opinion. <laughs> um the the band Hollywood Undead. Have you ever heard of them? Oh my. Oh, dude. Yes. Like, I thought I was the coolest ever screaming their lyrics, listening to them on my iPod. Like, oh my gosh. I, I could probably, to this day, sing you word for word of one of their songs. Um, ah, dude, it was so bad. So, yeah, yeah. Hollywood and Dead is the... Do you still, do you still enjoy listening to their oh, music? Oh, dude, I haven't listened to them probably since junior high. And I think when I got to high school, I was but, like... But, like, if you were to... What? If you were to listen to him, though... If you were to listen to him, though, it, like, you would oh, enjoy Oh, definitely it, not. Definitely not, dude. Oh, my gosh, no. Oh, oh really? Oh, definitely not. Uh, I think whenever I got into high school, I think I listened to one of the songs, like, oh, my gosh, why did I listen to these guys? This is so bad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um. So, yeah, Hollywood and Dead, I was a huge fan of junior high. I mean, most of their songs are about, like... I'm gonna get this girl. I'm gonna effort. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Like it's pretty like rough. What it's was the your more second? the more you mature, you're like, wow, this is really trashy. Uh, but yeah, my current day guilty pleasure is. I'm just gonna say this. Ready? NWA. Like straight up. Why is that a guilty pleasure? I don't know. Like, I feel like nobody listens to NWA. Like, nobody talks about NWA. Like, I will get into my car, and I will just go crazy with NWA. I mean, you know, straight out of Compton, uh, you know, F the police, express yourself. And I, I feel like... Boys in the Yeah, head. yeah. Boys, I mean, it, there's so many songs. I mean, you know, uh, you know, Always Into Something. There's so many good songs, dude. Uh, eight ball, uh, it, so many good songs, but uh, I don't know, dude. It's just well, that like I should men- mentality because I mean we were nineties babies, growing up I was super into skateboarding and like Tony Hawk pro skater games, and I think the first uh, NWA song I heard was in Tony Hawk pro skater four, uh, the video game, and I'm pretty sure it was Express Yourself, uh, by NWA. That's funny, and I freaking loved it it was so good so yeah dude mwa is like one of those like it's kind of like 
you grew for me like I didn't really I, dude I didn't grow up in a house or really around friends that listened to much rap yeah. um I didn't really start getting into rap until probably like later in in elementary um and I mean and that was like current day rap so NWA like Easy E Ice Cube all those guys like I didn't like Tupac you'd heard of just because everybody heard of yeah, Tupac. Yeah, I mean, you know, Biggie Smalls, everybody's heard of them, but like you know, you don't if if you're not kind of in it. Like I didn't start really hearing first things of like my dad showed me Boys in the Hood by Easy E like I think like my 7th grade year. Yeah. And my dad could rap every single word. And I was like, "What the heck is it? Like where did this Yeah, come yeah. From? I mean, it's I'm saying like like even for me, like I grew up in a very conservative, um, sheltered household, and that's nothing against my parents, but like I mean, every single day, when my mom drove me to school, we listened to this Christian radio station called K Love, and on the way home from school, oh we listened to the Christian radio station called K Love. So my base positive is and yeah, encouraging. positive encouraging K Love. <laughs> so my my experience <laughs> with music was very sheltered uh growing up so whenever the internet was you know a whole lot more broad and you could listen to more music like and during the myspace days and then eventually facebook or, or just even generally like, when you could listen to stuff on youtube and stuff i kind of discovered nwa then because you know obviously my parents are going to be like hey uh my good you know 10 year old son listen to this music this is good music for your development you know uh i don't know i i dug it it was it it was great um and i, I don't know like I, it's it's just one of those uh groups that or music types that nobody really knows about me like like even darian like she knows i listen to rap every now and again but i don't i feel like a lot of people around me don't know that i like to listen to like just straight like thug hood rap so yeah nwa is one of my guilty okay. pleasures the other two, uh, I'm going on the boy band side, and I'm just saying, like, obviously, I don't tell a lot of people this, but I like certain boy bands, and one of them is Five Seconds of Summer, which we are seeing together in September for that, uh, for the, uh, uh blah, 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 blah. what's the concert? Band, band Camino. Camino, thank you. The Band Camino concert. So... Dude, whenever uh, I saw that they were one of the bands playing, I was like, oh my gosh. So I was actually really excited. Like, I was excited to see the band Camino, but uh, man, the fact that Five Seconds of Summer, yeah, I'm actually a fan. So uh, no judgment. Yeah, dude. I'm. Just, you know, and the funny thing is, like, I haven't really listened to much Five Seconds of Summer. Um, what do they call them? Five SOS? Uh, I guess so. Like, that's their. Like, I'll call, like, the band Camino, like, TBC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like, if I'm referring to them to, like, someone that knows. But, yeah, dude, like, so those that don't – those people that don't know about the band Camino, like, I can go on forever. You're so, probably their biggest um, fan ever in this entire world. I'm uh, Like, you probably are their <laughs> biggest fan. No, dude, there's a lot more. Like, dude, I didn't realize, like, the fandom – uh, that band Camino has Do they really? on Twitter, and oh, dude, it's insane and it's nuts. And I hope that 
some of y'all will listen to this podcast because I'm not kidding, dude. Like it is like a very tight knit small circle. Like, like they have this like the Camino Crack Mansion. I mean, like it is. It's it's crazy. It blows my mind. Um, it's really cool though too. Like they're very supportive. Yeah. Now, granted, majority of it is female. Oh, uh, okay. Um, well, just, it's it, and that's, that's the thing is like like it. even with Five Seconds Summer, like I would say ninety five percent of probably even both of these bands is you know a female audience and partly because of lyrics and i don't know i don't know it just the band camino dude it it, they struck a different kind of chord for me and i will tell you i'll tell you why so taylor and i went um to see ben rector and those that have heard of ben rector the band camino is nothing like him Mm -hmm. um (laughs) it's very different other than the fact that they share some 80s kind of qualities. Um, but I think you actually ben invited Rector me to that concert a long much... time ago. And Darren was like, yeah, Dar- yeah Darian's no, yeah. like, let's go. And I'm like, oh, I don't really care for Ben Rector. I mean, like, he's good. I just don't get it. Well, so. I invited – the reason I did is because Taylor and I, right before we went to the concert, had a falling out. Oh, I and remember so, that. Oh, and that was – and I won't go into detail. Oh, We're together now. Things are good. Um, but that was part of the thing. I had bought these tickets for us to go see. Like, we were in the pool when I bought these tickets. Like, Taylor's like, Ben Rector's coming to Dallas. I really want to see him. <laughs> and I dropped, like, over $100 on tickets for I don't us to go it. watch him. And so, and so anyway, I we did. And I didn't know who was opening up. You know, like, who's... The, the band the band camino that's funny or that's very you know like i was just yeah all like let, let's have a and, band about let's let's name our band after a car okay that that, that hasn't been that, that's never <laughs> right. happened before like reliant k or yeah um uh chevelle or the other that phoenix like the other like billions right. of bands wait phoenix, phoenix was named after a car yeah. right I don't know. I didn't know Reliant K was. Yeah, uh, the K car. They actually had a song called K car. Oh. But yeah, go on, go on. You're ripping on. You're oh. ripping on them super anyway. hard. So yeah. So we get there and they're opening up, and I mean this is a big stage, guys. Like this is, this was the Toyota Pavilion. I oh think? yeah, great venue. Which is where Irving. Yeah, which is actually where we're going to see them yep. again uh in september so this will be like kind of a cool you know circle you know to make so um but anyway so they open up for for ben rector and they started out and i'm like okay like i kind of dig it like it's cool it's cool then they come out with this freaking ballad dude and i remember and i don't know if you remember this but i had sent you and i ha- i still have it on on my instagram like saved but I sent you and Lee a video of them, like, basically playing. And I was like, who's this band? You know, I have no clue who this band yeah. is. And then you were like, who is it? And I just remember saying, I don't know. And then I zoomed on, zoomed in on, like, their name. Like, they had this big talk. Yeah. And so we listened to them. And we we're kind of grooving with it, whatever. And they come out with this finale song. Their set was, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. 20, 30 minutes. 
and they come out with this song called Daphne Blue. Oh yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, the 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 first riff I thought it was a different song. <laughs> Is this so a cover band? Whenever I played that, yeah. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. It reminded me of Europe, and so Europe. Like, uh, like you said, a band tell or you what? How 80s Europe? I've never even. Is that like, a band? Yes, you have. Yes, yeah, you've heard Europe? of Europe because you've seen Hot Rod before. Okay, yeah. And they're all over Hot Rod. Okay, soundtrack. so yeah, I've probably heard of Europe, but like, come on, come on. Like, what kind of bands? Like, I'm gonna name my, I'm gonna name my band after a continent. <laughs> like, that's how good we are. America. Uh, I mean, we are Europe. We 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 will gain this title. We are Europe. Cool. Listen to us. <laughs> Sorry, that was anyway, murder on your. Uh, so, your I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good, but anyway, so that was kind of like the start of it, and then obviously they didn't get to play all their music on this short set, so um, we then, you know, on basically on the car ride home, uh, back from this concert, we just jammed out like we just left this concert to see Ben Rector. Yeah. We watched Ben Rector for over an hour. And he was phenomenal. Then we leave the concert to listen to the band Camino the rest of oh, the wow. way back. Like, we did not touch a single Ben Rector song on the way back. We listened to band Camino only. Yeah. And it wasn't that we thought Ben Rector's phenomenal. Like, this dude's so good live. But this new band, I'm like, holy crap, like, this is a band. Like, it's a band mm-hmm. band. It's not some guy with tracks playing, you know, like it's a four piece, you know, guitar, bass, guitar, gu- whatever. I guess that but no that's for five piece. So, anyway, they had a bass, two electrics, sometime a piano or synth and and a drummer and they're they're from their old stuff to their new stuff. They just released an EP like a few months back. Um and well, was it a few months back or has it been? Dude, a year? can I just make a quick comment on? I, I mean, is it yeah. their bass player? The dude, he's like the short, bald dude with glasses. Yeah. Man, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. He looks a little like. I, I don't know. Like he looks like a forty year old. I don't know. I, I don't want to say anything bad. Like because like they're really good. <laughs> you can. You can. I don't. And here's the thing, I'm about to drop a bomb on you, and you don't know anything about this. Dude, he he just, I don't know, he looks really, I'm not going to say creepy, but it's just like, homie, man, like, <laughs> get some glasses that don't make you like a pedophile, man, like, I don't know, I don't want to rip on him, because they're, they're really good, and he, he could be the biggest no, sweetheart Ian, ever, listen to me. I don't know. Yeah. Ian, listen to me. He actually just got kicked out of the band. What? For what? Yeah. <laughs> no way. No. No flipping way. Are you serious? Is it is it what I'm actually like saying right now? Is he actually a creeper? Dude, like that just like gives you the stereotype that anybody has has giant like big old rimmed glasses, kind of bald. Okay, so he's not. Okay, okay. Before you go too far, you've already gone too okay. far. For a while. Well, you were giving me no but, context, so let's hear it. 
Well, because you were pretty, you're pretty spot on. Now he's not a pedophile. He just used his, he used his like status, to like take advantage of oh, women. Oh, okay, yeah. And a lot of those women obviously were fans, and so basically, like, it just you know how like women like in society these days they're a lot stronger than they were ten, fifteen years yeah. ago. And so they just kind of riled up and contacted management and and contacted, you know, again, like, this is, like, a tight group of fans. Like, I don't think people understand, like, when someone says they stand someone, which I used to, I couldn't stand hearing that or seeing that. Yeah. Like, like if it's a stan account, like, they're do, like, do or die. Like, and so... Um, they meant business, and, and he, yeah, he got booted uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it's sad. Here's the thing, and I don't, dude, I've been battling with it, because it's not, it's not my place, one thing, it's not my place to judge, it's not my place to, especially when I don't know full detail, Yeah. Um, but it's also not my place to give him excuses or anything like that. But I feel like as someone who um, tries to be a better person and wants to have a good heart and wants to be forgiving of all things, um, because, you know, that is just the what I believe in. Um, at the same time, like, I do, I, I do feel bad for the dude. I mean, this guy went from having everything to nothing. You know all what I mean? Like, he was second. on a rising. He got he got yeah, what you like know what's what's popular in our society is just being canceled. I mean, like we could say one little wrong thing out of hours and hours and days of you know us recording this podcast, we could say one little thing that could be taken the wrong way or out of context, or we could just you yeah. know say something as a joke and then we could be canceled just like that. I mean, so yeah, I, I get it. Well, and his his was a little and, bit and different. And the thing like, is, you know, like they could have. Well, and they could have easily just been like, okay, well, he just needs to apologize. Like, we're sorry. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, they could have compensated with anything other than getting him out. Like, guys, this guy is a phenomenal musician. He is uh, – he's gr- – they're great live. Like, it's just – it's sad. But at the same time, like, um, like they could have been like, you know, well, I mean, they could have taken any other perspective. Sure. I mean – and this is coming from like a tight group of also management. Like their manager travels with them. It's not like okay, y'all go tour and I'll be sitting here waiting and then I'll dish out paycheck. I mean, this guy like this guy goes to every single show that he that he goes yeah. to and or that they have normally. And so, um, it, it's it stinks for him, but at the same time, like I don't know. It's just it just goes to show. The seriousness of it, but at the same time, like, yeah, and like if you're part of a bigger, it, it, okay, every consequence, good or bad, has or sorry, every action, good or bad, has consequences. The yep. the more popularity, fame, or spotlight you have, the bigger the consequence. So, yeah, it sucks yeah. being in his position. But he very well knew what he was doing because he is an adult. Oh, and, for sure. And what yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, it sucks. It's a sucky situation, could've... especially for the band. I mean, like, th- I feel like this band is like becoming very, very popular all of a sudden, 
and for something like this to happen, just like golly, like it just it kills their momentum like crazy. Well, and that was what I was gonna say is like they could have easily just been like, okay, let's apologize and move on. Yeah. Um, Graham, you know, you're staying in the band. You want you, like you are our bass player, but I mean, they went out. I mean, this guy's. I mean, these three guys. So besides the drummer, these three guys have been in this band since day one. Yeah. Um, they've had. I think they've gone through two other drummers before this one, and and he's phenomenal. Garrison's really cool. It is too, really hard but, to keep a drummer, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I said it uh, really is hard to keep a drummer, is it not? <laughs> Right, exactly. And so, um, but you know, they you know, these guys were close friends and so you gotta you gotta imagine like the toll that took on their relationship, like trust, like that's they could have gone and just said, Okay, like we'll like they sacrificed like their friendship, relationship and his place in the band yeah. to to keep momentum. Like they could have and that just goes to show, like, they, they're they taking this freaking seriously. Like, you can't, you know, that would have sucked. I mean, they could have lost so much freaking, like you were saying, they could have lost so much freaking ground yeah. by just not treating it or, you know, doing it the way they did sure. it. Sure. Yeah. So, it's anyway. A it's a sucky situation. Um, I'm still really stoked to see them in September. Along with Five Seconds of Summer, oh, my dude. other guilty pleasure. Um, I will say, okay, so for my third guilty pleasure, I really want to see this artist one day. Uh, I've had a few friends that have seen him, and apparently he's phenomenal live. But um, I don't know. Okay, so this isn't really like this isn't like a hidden guilty pleasure. Like people know that I love this artist, but it's not like. It's not like, uh, I don't know. Okay, I'm just going to say, okay, so I... Is it Sam Smith? Holy crap. How did you know it was Sam Smith? Because I can't stand this dude. This is the what? one guy that I don't like that you do. Dude, he is so good. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay, hold on. This is the only thing that I think... Huh? Okay, so you know that music video... Okay, so you know the song, How Do You Sleep? It's the one... Uh, Dude, I don't know why. It, okay, so it, it's the music video is him and a whole bunch of other dudes doing this really, uh, really, 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 really interesting uh, choreographed dance, and it is so good. Oh my gosh! Like, like I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm, I'm straight. Like I'm married, but oh my gosh, it is so good. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it was so good. Like. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. I don't. I won't judge you. I won't judge you for it. This is, but I will yeah. say, like, this is the, like, the one thing, like, I, I don't judge yeah. you for it. I'm glad you like somebody, but I do not. I think he's talented. Don't get me wrong. I think he's very talented. Um, I just, well, I dude, don't he's like, he's like, cla like his voice his to me sounds very classically voice, trained, dude. And I don't um, know what it is. I definitely, I, th I don't. Know I think what part it of it is, is that, that maybe it almost sounds pretentious for how like, because yes, he kind of goes like he kind of has this deepness to it. Um, I don't know, like, I don't know. I, I, I love his, I love the lyrics. 
I think he's got a great voice. Dude, he can dance like yeah. no other, man. Like, he is, I don't know. I, I just think he's very talented, and I really enjoy yeah. the music. Um, I don't want him to slow down. Like, I love his music. I think it's great. Um, that The music video for How Do You Sleep is probably one of my favorite music videos to date. Uh, it's not my favorite. I mean, there, I, come on. There's billions of songs and billions of music videos, but such a great music video um i don't know i, I think he's very talented uh, but yeah i mean that that concludes i guess my guilty pleasures um i mean if you want to go for like people that i don't care for one person that you might think that i i have probably got the most unpopular opinion of this specific artist but i do not like adele see and you're not the first person that i've talked to i actually had so Back in high school, whenever like her songs were first like starting to break through, um, oh man, she just blew up. There was a kid. Oh, that, she was so big. Yeah, there was a kid that like. Now, here's the thing, she her voice is 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 one of a kind. So yeah, it's I kind mean, of she's like very Sam talented. Smith. I I can't it, deny that. Yeah, it's kind of like Sam Smith in the way that they had just have specific tones that like, if you were to hear them, you're like, okay, yep, that's them. Like, you just know who that is, and so, um, yeah. Her thing is like I don't I don't care for all of her music, but I'm not kidding, dude. She could sing anything, and I'd probably I'd probably throw it on a playlist. She just has yeah. like one of those voices. Like I would honestly quit writing music. I just want to hear you do covers. You know, it's just kind yeah. of like that. No, I get it. Like I can just listen. She's easy to listen to at times. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah, she, I, I won't deny she's very talented. Um, and I, I, I don't, I don't want her to slow down on what she does. I think she needs to keep going and like, uh, producing music. She's very talented. I personally just don't care for her. Kind of like one of those things. Like, I mean, you either like the artist or you don't. Like, yeah, I really, really like. I really, really like Sam Smith. I love his voice. I love the lyrics. I love the songs. Um, I think he's very talented. I would love to see him live one day. Um. But like I mean, he's he, he might not be everybody's cup of tea. Like I, you're actually, I think I have a few other friends that don't really care for Sam Smith. It's probably just his voice. I mean, some people just don't like the tone of the voice. They don't like the, the way it sounds. You know, I mean that's fine. So yeah, I, I I just I don't care for Adele's songs. I I've never really been a big fan. Uh, I definitely respect her as an artist. Like she's very talented. She can do way more than I could ever 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 accomplish music wise. Um, yeah, I just don't care for her. Yeah. Well, I think... Um, I don't know. I think we've uh, kind of come to a place to where we can probably, um, you know, come to close on the podcast. Yeah, um, is, I, I think so too. Is there anything We're else? We're coming about time right now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, it definitely went a lot longer than we kind of, I think, expected, uh, which yeah, just I mean, kind of, I was actually kind of coming to probably about one and a half hours, but yeah, which um, is encouraging. Yeah. Um, I think it's, uh, I think it just, it puts excitement for me into, into doing more of this stuff. Um, I know that Ian and I have a lot of cool ideas, um, fun topics to talk about guys this is uh, and ian can chime in if if he disagrees but we are uh 
we have this isn't we're not going to just talk about music we're not just going to talk about personal like i mean this is going to be i feel like we can be pretty transparent on this um that's kind of like our goal is just to kind of let this be an outlet very much for us to be able to create um just content for people um it's something that we you know Mm -hmm. we're new to and we're trying this out um but uh as we continue we hope that um we stay (laughs) relevant but at the same time like we'll have social medias and social media stuff up and everything like that for y'all to chime in or ask us to do kind of topics we may do some type of segment you know start a segment or something like that in the near future um to where maybe we can bring other people's ideas onto the podcast so um yeah and i i would love to have uh you know guests guests people on the podcast every now and again and um you know i mean i agree 100 percent with blake i want to make this pretty pretty transparent podcast i mean this is just our thoughts and our opinions coming to life um we just want to have a good time and hang out and uh it it doesn't have to be about any specific topic that's kind of why we chose the name we chose hodgepodge i mean uh it's just you know it's a mixture of topics that's what we want to do and that's kind of how our brain works anyway it's very hodgepodge yeah <laughs> which probably we're, we're, we're having a conversation so <laughs> which is probably why we have uh struggled at at continuing music stuff in the past dude i mean but that's just how my personality is like i have probably played just about every team sport known to man <laughs> like i like even instruments i have played so many instruments and like my mentality is like I'll get good at an instrument and then I'll move on. Like I never perfect anything. I get good and then I move on. I I don't know. Well, maybe it's that ADD mentality. This is this is something I think we both can agree on. Uh, I don't think we'll ever feel like we're doing good on this stuff. I think that we can be like content with it. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. E and I were kind of both talking about you know just our mindset before we decided to sit down and do this tonight. Um, and it was kind of, we both agreed, like, we're like, why would anybody want to listen to us? Yeah. <laughs> just ramble. The, the whole, uh, imposter syndrome, man. It's just like, ugh. and see, I've been wanting to put, you know, do YouTube videos for so long. I love making videos. I love editing. I love anything having to do with producing. I mean, as a kid, I grew up just like, recording anything i could on my really poopy video recorder that was like maybe like 45 bucks yeah that i got as a gift i don't know <laughs> dv 4500 i think is what it was called Heck yeah so yeah i don't know i love anything production so i i think blake and i are both in agreement like yeah it's been really hard for us to try and like actually get ourselves out there because i don't know I, i've always had like this big stigma or fear of just even just producing anything because like you know we we do live in a canceled culture and like blake and i we're really good guys like i don't know i i've always been just fearful of like trying to be canceled and stuff and uh also just i feel like like seriously like why would anybody want to listen to us you know but i don't know it's kind of cool to you know finally produce something and get something out there so heck yeah yeah but anyway to to end it um i think uh we don't really know how to do this we didn't really talk about it beforehand uh, <laughs> but uh, we're excited to kind of just bring more content um, and, and kind of just walk through these next 
you know, I think we'll, again, like we said, we'll keep things transparent. Um, we will try to set boundaries on that. We don't want to be too, too crazy, but we may lift some of those as well. So um, we're just taking this, you know, day at a time uh, when it comes to all this. Uh, but um, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to add in? Um, we don't have our social media yes. handles and stuff like that up yet, but we, but hopefully by the time we, we release we this. We will by the re- yeah, by the, by the date of the re- the release of this podcast, we will have all of our social media. We will have Twitter, Instagram, uh, the TikTok, um, Facebook. I don't, and does that cover all the bases, right? I mean, yeah. No. Um, for the most part, uh, we will. Yeah, but we'll I mean, let we'll y'all be know. on Apple, Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, all the major platforms. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll have all the information in the description. Uh, and we do plan on trying to make this a consistent, regular basis thing. Hopefully, we will try and get everything out on Monday, every single week, just to be consistent with all our all of our audience. So. Yeah, I think that's it, man. All right, cool. Well, we don't have any kind of catchy phrase things, but we hope you have a uh, very hodgepodge great day. Great rest of your week. Yeah, have a great rest of your week. Uh, stay sane through this entire quarantine. And Heck yeah. Yeah, have a great rest of your week, guys. See you all later. See you. Have a good one. Yeah.